This podcast you're about to listen to is a controlled experiment using trained intellectual monkeys. The following episode is one of the infinite debates these monkeys have had. Remember that these are the opinions of real monkeys and may not reflect the opinions of the highly trained human scientists in charge. And most importantly, no monkeys were harmed in the making of this podcast. Welcome to the Infinite Monkeys podcast, whereby we do not use calculators. We only use Teo's brain to do all our math. <laughs> Hello, you beautiful 7.5 billion people watching uh, this uh, podcast or listening to it. Oh, yeah. uh, all of the world is listening. All of the world, because we are your number one news source for all things coronavirus. Dun, 160 dun, million people will die. How many? 160 million. 160. Whoa, I was way too low. Yeah, you had that like you had 16. Right, you had 16, right? <laughs> I just had a whole magnitude off. Jesus. Gunner is uh, currently on the ground in China. And uh, Gunner, tell us about that uh, coronavirus. Yeah, I'm reporting here live from Wuhan. It's uh, <laughs> fucking crazy. The people are dropping. They've made a bunch of new land for a hospital, but I don't know. It, it looks like a mass grave. <laughs> <laughs> They're burning the bodies. That's oh, intense. the humanity! That's intense. That's a throwback. It's kind of odd to, to just like H- build a hospital. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Be kind of weird, just like just have an epidemic and then set aside some land to build a hospital that'll take like five years to build. Well, they're essentially building like a m- army hospital, right? Oh yeah? yeah. Yeah. Oh, you actually you actually know what's going on? Sorry. Well, like I, I, I've seen the the footage of what they've released. A lot of caveats. The footage of what they've released. Who knows what's actually going on? It's China, <laughs> after all. That's true. Uh, but yeah, no, they're just like last time I saw, they were lay or laying. They were flattening a bunch of land and then putting up like canvas-looking plasticky tents with like ventilation systems out the back with. Chain link fences and shit. Chain link. So, so basically, like they're building um, the uh, concentration camps that Donald Trump has at the border. You're telling me. But <laughs> rather than stealing Mexican children there, or Ecuadorian children, or, or you, you name it, children, Latin American children, they're stealing away the, what is it called? It's 2019 CNOV or something? Coronavirus. I, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, Teo, how, how, how are you doing over in uh, Canada land with the world of uh, free health care and uh, perfect health um, um, living? Actually, I, I still have some symptoms from my cold. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I, I did hear, um, speaking of uh, 
uh, indirect evidence. I did hear from my partner who heard from a student who, whatever, that there is like a case of uh, novel coronavirus in, uh, in Richmond. Yeah, BC has one and Toronto has one. Okay. But apparently the guy, sorry, I'm like freaked out about it because I'm, yep. I literally think that like a superbug will take out yep. the planet and like, yeah, that's, that's the way I think we're going. Yep. So it's, it's kind of <laughs> nerve wracking that we got this guy on the, on the horizon. It might not be the one as in its final form, but if you've ever watched Dragon Ball Z, it's like Cell. <laughs> it's like, or Boo, Majin Boo or Cell. Like, it's just going to keep, like, taking in people and perfecting its form kind of thing. <laughs> you do know that, we en- that they ended up beating Cell and Majin Boo, right? That's yeah, good. but, you know, at what cost? You know? It's I'm pretty sure like they had to go tr- back in time to kill Cell. So, like, we can't fucking do that. <laughs> like, didn't Trunks have to go back in time to kill cell before he was in his perfect form and that was the only way they got through him and boo like when he was at okay i'm getting way too nerdy in dragon balls <laughs> loosening up um but yeah no so it it's pretty nerve-wracking i can't remember what the fuck what was the point i was trying to make with that but yeah canada has two cases right now uh the guy in vancouver he like knows about it or something apparently and None of the people he's been in contact have shown symptoms, but like, shit, we should just stop the world for like three weeks and this <laughs> would go away. Like, oof, serious consideration here. Just buy enough food and water to not go out for three weeks. Worldwide quarantine. We can make this happen, folks. <laughs> just everyone stay inside. Yeah, because it's really like one of the only ways that you can uh, defeat one of these kind of things is just to stop its spread let the people who are gonna die die and um, <laughs> well treat them as best you can but yeah. like at some point uh and then if you're gonna live ride it out takes as long as a common cold to get through apparently yeah not to uh spread uh mass panic in gunner's <laughs> direction but i believe i read from you already a, have by prefacing it with this from a uh, uh random tweet keeping in mind that i only follow phds uh that the coronavirus How elitist of you yeah. cor- <laughs> only gonna say it, yeah. <laughs> um that you don't cron- have a phd then you're not worth my fucking time uh, okay tyler the, 2020 <laughs> Yeah, actually, you don't even follow me, now that I think of it. I do not. You don't have a PhD. You don't have a PhD. Get your PhD, and maybe you'll be in the running. For now, you're not even you know in what? consideration. No, that, that, that is a lie. I follow Sarah. I follow, I follow, I follow, I follow Sarah because she has nice drawings. Well, she, nice. Has, but, she has a master's degree. But not a PhD. I'm, I'm actually going to unfollow her immediately <laughs> after saying this state, statement. But anyway, I was following some PhDs, and... Uh, and, just, uh, one night, <laughs> Tyler was following PhDs. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a scary uh, setup. 
I saw them. Uh, I saw them tweet something, and they said that the why the coronavirus is so deadly in comparison to other things is that you can be inf- infected for a long time and still spread the infection without showing symptoms. Whereas, uh, uh, which I think it's also true for the rhinovirus. I think it's true for the common cold too. Yeah, from my understanding. But they 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 were saying like that was like a specific thing for coronavirus. I'm just mm-hmm. don't yeah. I don't think that's true. But even still, well, it has a co- two a two day to two-week incubation period, which is similar to the common cold, which contributes to the common cold's infectiousness, because you can just shed the virus and not even know it. So I'm going to go to Richmond and just, Gunner, I'm coming over for like three weeks straight. (laughs) I'm just going to go rub my hands over everything, all over my face. I'm starting to ethanol my driveway. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you have so much ethanol? Ah, Also, it's a virus. The (laughs) magic of microbes. (laughs) That's actually what they're doing in China, though. I watched uh, videos of some, I don't know, military guy, and he has, like, you know what they spray pesticides with? He has one of those, and it's like, Chinese guys, like, military guys sprays ethanol all over, because that's like, uh, I don't know, sanitize everything. Like, yeah, this is what they're doing around this, these hospitals that they're building. I don't know if it's multiple. Should be. Probably a good idea. Yeah. So I did. Gunner, I, I did a rather oh. uh, morbid calculation uh, just now, and um, apparently, on top of the 160 million casualties. Yeah, I've been all over the calculator. Um, so if the morbidity rate is two percent, that means that if you take a group of ten people, there's a twenty percent chance, or okay, nineteen, eighteen point three percent chance <laughs> that um, one of them will die. Ugh. Like <laughs> so, but here's the more intense thing, I think. Like, how many times has any person had the common cold in their life? Like, it's it's a very similar virus to that. And so, like, usually people get, like, maybe one, maybe a year. Like, I think I've probably had at least 25 common colds. And so if you tie that into account, then essentially you are that one, like, you could be a group of 20 people essentially. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you always have that like one in 20% chance of dying. Well, with the common cold over your life, probably like a tiny fraction of a percent. Well, yeah, that's the thing. The common cold only kills like 0.01 or something percent. Like you have to be like immunocompromised. Right. That's why this one's scary. It's because if you've ever played plague Inc, when you get enough evolution points, you can start, evolving your virus to have more lethality and so what what the common cold did is it specked into not being lethal but being super uh infectious right and then gradually as it infected more people and got more evolution points it specked into a little bit of lethality with the pneumonia (laughs) skill tree now Uh uh so now it's it's specking into pneumonia skill tree which Mm. That can come with all kinds of shit, right? Well, it's making up, making its way up the leaderboards. Respiratory failure, right? That's what that's what it gets next. So, <clears throat> yeah, as it spreads, it'll uh, it'll gain more evolution points and probably continue to evolve. Who knows what it evolves next? If we start treating it, maybe it starts evolving like uh, anti antibiotic resistance. I know it's a virus, that's why I didn't want to say it out loud. But oh uh, fuck. Antivax. Antiviral, antiviral 
resistance. There we go. So that like what we do might not help to cure it anymore. Who knows? It's just worrisome. This is like the same reason why Ebola was such a big deal because it was like 10% lethality or Whoa. something. But if if uh if it would have like morphed into something more infectious like adopted something like respiratory or something like that it can spread by air mm. then it would have been a, a much bigger deal so now this one starts out and it's already super infectious it just needs to spec into more lethality i have a uh, plague ink tactics folks <laughs> see but but gunner you have to understand that um you can just outpace the evolution of viruses. If we just all start a giant planet-wide orgy, um, we could just evolve to be uh, better than the viruses. That's why we need to go to space. <laughs> we to need... have a space orgy? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need, to, we need to populate all the asteroids and planets of the solar system. And, uh, you know, it's that, so the population increases um, even more, even more so. And uh, that plus uh, space orgy means that we will um, develop a, a total immunity to all diseases. The what? worst thing is that you ha is that if you go to space, you just take every bacteria and virus with you. Like you're fucked yeah. either way. <laughs> but like, wouldn't That's someone who like went and lived on asteroids for a while like wouldn't eventually like they wouldn't for like a generation or something not be exposed to like all of the bullshit we have on Earth. And so if they ever visited Earth again, wouldn't they just, like, get fucking wrecked by the yeah. microbes here? Um, Probably. Not in... Possibly, but also depending on how much... Depending on how consistent the trade between Earth and the asteroid is. If there is, like, a lack of contact between them uh, for, say, an entire generation, yeah, they'd probably fucking land on Earth and just have bubonic plague, but... But, but like, even if, for example, like, if the astronaut's visiting the asteroid or whatever, doing the trade between this sci-fi time, sci-fi epidemiology, uh, if they didn't carry any of these, like, viruses, then you wouldn't be exposed to that. Wouldn't you then, if you just become exposed to that, after a while, just, like, even the cold would just kill you 100% of the time? I don't, I, I don't think, I don't know I don't how, think it would be 100%. Because wouldn't our body not be like uh, immunocompromised? Immunotolerant or something? Immunotolerization? I don't um, know. I don't really know how that would work. It would be an interesting it, experiment, I guess. Yeah, you, you, would, have to, you would have to first um, go to the asteroid. Like it, would, it would be like a 200-year experiment because you'd have to go to the asteroid. Mm -hmm. you'd, have to ha you'd have to have sex on the asteroid. You would then have to birth on the asteroid and not let that child ever leave the asteroid. And then you would have to basically just have... Child would have all kinds of like skeletal deformities. <laughs> and, then, and then you'd basically have to... Because otherwise you'd have, you'd have all your memory cells and your B cells or whatever. So you would automatically have a response to the cold regardless like you'd already have some sort of protective response um so you need a you need like a perfectly sterile host which was child baby and then and then essentially you just run a 1950s psychology experiment whereby you would ship a whole <laughs> bunch of like food and uh stuff into uh onto the asteroid you just toss the fucking baby in there and see if he dies i guess yeah 
just smother him in bananas, like this banana peels. I guess it wouldn't really work unless you would be able to like rear children on the planet. So like it would have to be a planet, not an asteroid. It would have to be something that you would already have like gravity or I don't know. Because on an asteroid, I can't imagine people living on those fucking things long term unless we like develop some form of gravitational fields or something. Here's the thing. Super sci-fi shit now. Black holes. Here's the thing, though, like, like, you know, I wouldn't think that people would want to sit there and live in, like, fucking mining caves, but people do that, so what's an asteroid, right? Well, like, wouldn't it, because it's low gravity and, like, a vacuum? I mean, it would wouldn't suck, it? but you live inside you all day long. <laughs> you, you, you have to remember that, you know, because we're colonizing, colonal, why can't Colonial, I say that? Why can't colonizing? I say that? Clonalizing. Clonalizing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can't say it still. <laughs> colonizing there we go um <laughs> because i was gonna say the wrong word again um we're doing that because we're trying to populate a different place <laughs> um or in like space and stuff we're probably still running under a capitalistic regime therefore people are still going to be broke as shit and desperate for money and you know Mining companies will still probably want to pay people $80,000 to go live on an asteroid and ship us back asteroid iron. Why would that be the case, though? Uh, there's an asteroid that, if we mined it, it has more value than all of the money and everything that's been done in people's history ever. It's that's, just that's one, not how one asteroid. Works. But, like, you guys think that capitalism is going to be around forever? Yes. Of course. Because, like, yeah, in, Star Trek, <laughs> in Star Trek, they, like, they had socialism or something. Yeah, well, they, they never went into it. It was just like, yeah, it works because they want to and there's no money. Everything's great. That's the, yeah. that's the, the depth they that they went utopia, into. They had utopia, right? They achieved utopia. <laughs> yeah. as, as, much as, as much as like philosophers want to wanna you know, come at me and say socialism's the thing, it's like I really honestly do not believe that you will ever rid people of capitalism because humans by nature just want to be better than everyone else. Well, mm. regulation plus markets. That seems to be the, the steady state that works. It'd probably be that in in space too. I, I, I think I think part of it too is like humans. You know, capitalism exists because humans only like helping themselves, right? If you think from like a anthropological standpoint, so who, who are those guys that? Because like my Star Trek knowledge is bunk, so maybe you can help me out on this. All what, I know is Picard. So I'm just going to answer Picard. Who are those guys that kind of have like ball skin for heads? And all they talk about is like deals. The Ferengi. Yeah, the Ferengi. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, They're great. <laughs> yeah, no. So we're going to just be like Ferengi. We won't be like this like eloquent Picard style. We'll just be like Ferengi. Like rule one of the Ferengi code is n- never. Rules deal of acquisition. One. Yeah, the rules of. <laughs> that's totally it. Yeah. The rules of acquisition, not the Ferengi code. Yeah. Number 450 of the. F- Rules of acquisition. I don't know. I think I think it'll be a very blood and money don't mix. <laughs> a very boring version of what we already have. <laughs> like like we we wouldn't go to space if there were uh, unless there is money to be made, uh, unless it made like unless there is yeah, return on investment because it's kind of it was super expensive to do. <laughs> well, it's well it's also the pe- the only people that would in- be, have the money to be able to invest to do to colonize space would be the people who are currently capitalists and would only fund it if they could make more money. Yeah, and uh, also people who want to like pioneer. 
So is that, the, is that the only motive behind colonizing space is the profit well, motive? No, but I mean, like, for the people who can colonize space first, a.k.a. Mm. they have the money and the pull to do it, they their motive currently is to make money. So the people who have you a, a happy-go-lucky socialism thing, they, they will never pull enough money to get to space first. And I think that the people who get to space first um, to colonize that will then ultimately, just because they are first, will get the most return on investment. And therefore, because they are the most return on investment, they will likely have the most power in the beginning. And then they'll just get even more powerful and they're already capitalists. So fuck everyone else. Yeah, that sounds about right. Elon Musk wants to rule the world, really, is what I'm saying. Well, he wants to rule a world. I don't think it's <laughs> planet Earth. I think it's Mars. <laughs> like, I'd be fine with Venus. I think Venus is a lovely planet. Uh, All you need to do is sky cities. You uh, just can't be terrestrial. Uh, All you gotta I've do is this, sky cities. I've said this many times. I thought Venus was the one with, like, all the fucking, like, uh, weather storms and yeah, the atmosphere. Is. Yeah. It's but like, see, its atmosphere is so thick that if you were to make, like, essentially a boat structure that would float on top of these clouds because they're thick, thick fucking clouds of, like, sulfur dioxide and shit. Yeah. Like, it's not a habitable atmosphere at all. But it's way, way thicker than Earth's atmosphere. It's 100 so atmospheres of the ground. Yeah, it's not, like, <laughs> air like what we think. It's, like, literally, like, salty, boiling fucking <laughs> gas water. So, essentially, you just sit on top of... They are clouds, but they're more or less an ocean of shit, Right. And uh, airships will work. Yeah, you sit on top of that. Like you wouldn't need to have like uh, a big blimp structure or anything like that. It would just kind of be something that is has a wide enough base surface sure. area that it can distribute that mass. It's not that hard. It's like when I say cloud cities, it's not like you know floating on top of an, a gas cloud of of uh, water gas. It's like fucking dirt nasty shit that's why i think venus is is bomb because then on top of it you just like dip your little uh pail down into this dirt nasty shit and you have like all these chemicals that you can do any chemistry with yeah. just chilling that, that's true there, there there's can you I think there is water uh in, in the atmosphere too there must be at some like level because no, it used to be like earth Maybe it boiled yeah, away by now. Not. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's not like water. iodizing salt. Like that's the temperature. I can't imagine water vapor is. Yeah, maybe yeah. on some l level within the the air. What is that air cylinder <laughs> air column? Maybe yeah, I know there's a whole somewhere. weather system of uh, sulfur, <laughs> sulfur dioxide or whatever, um, or sulfuric acid. Um, mm -hmm. and it's like, it rains, then it evaporates, then it rains, and it's all in the sky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty inhospitable environment if you want to live on dirt, but if you are <laughs> fine to live on a structure that floats a, a, on top of a toxic fucking stew, boiling stew, hey, then you, That'd be you're cool. good to live on Venus. I'd like to own that planet. Well, you can, like, float around wherever you want. Like, your city doesn't have to just be tethered to anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, uh, what was that floating city in uh, that fucking... Star Wars? No, there was this old... I don't remember. It's an Winnie old book. No, it's an old book, and there's, like, a floating city. It's called Laputa. Uh, it's, like, the Gulliver's Tales. Is that it? I think that's where that's from. Yeah. Gulliver's Travels. Does that ring a bell? Not at all. Okay. Sorry. Well, have 
have you guys listened to anyone? Like, can you can you build a structure that is less dense enough that you can have a structure with humans on it that floats above the clouds? Not on Earth. No, I mean on Venus. Uh, Fuck Earth. Probably. Well, just like imagine a boat. Like, how much is uh, how much is like atmospheres of the ocean if you were to. I don't know, but it, but it's something I, I just I just wonder because you guys are really into space. So I was wondering if you like overheard someone talk about that calculation, because I did see a video on it, like like this like po- super popular type super oversimplifying um, science fictiony YouTube video on it where you kind of went into the science. Because it because it would be it would be kind of. Uh, cool to think about it it would be a very stressful place for me to live if it was constantly like loading an elevator where you're like this floating island cannot go over 350 kilograms you cannot move into this district um or this city until three people move out not because we don't have enough land but because we visit our floating platform physically cannot sustain your fat ass well it'd just be so big like i imagine it would be a massive massive thing right like and if you distribute i don't know like like, imagine a couple aircraft carriers. Like, those are fucking huge. Or, like, one of those uh, cruise ships. Like, if you had f- five of those all side by side, like, that wouldn't be really affected by a few people. It'd probably be pretty stable, I would imagine. I don't know. And plus, if you're really, at, like, if you're at Venus, you're that much closer to the sun, so there's a strong argument argument to be made that like your solar panels would just be mm-hmm. super fucking efficient being that they, close. They would also uh, probably melt your hand if you touched them. Yeah, it would. So this is also the the neat thing because like space is essentially freezing. If you're floating, you can kind of like have a more reasonable atmosphere depending on where you're floating in. So oh, yeah. you'd have to figure out like like if you're up you know, 30,000 feet. Now, is it going to be like zero degrees on average or something? You just like go it's, down a little. It's, it's like the Jetsons, you know, you just keep yeah. changing your altitude to whatever temperature your city feels comfortable in. Exactly. Daytime, you bring it down a little, heat them up. Nighttime, you bring it up. And well, thing is I don't like, know how you'd be able to change the elevation that easily with that. Cause you'd be kind of working on density you, of the clouds. You'd only have to do it like once every 270 days though. Because day, like the days are longer than the years on um, on Venus. What? <laughs> so nice. Actually? Yeah, yeah. Like it's like two hundred and seventy long day and like two hundred fifty day. What the hell uh, dictates the planet year. rotation? So no, is it just because it's rotating it, like, on its spins? axis? It's just it just it rotates very very slowly. And and, and the, so it spin around the sun is kind of like as fast as it spins itself. Yeah, it revolves around the sun qu- more quickly than it rotates about its axis. So it just cooks one side slowly yeah, at a time. Pretty much. A, a really cool thing too is that like the the storms, like the clouds, um, are so dense and they cover the entire planet. But th- they they travel faster. Um, like I think they go around the planet like I don't know, like maybe one or three days. Hmm. You know, like it, it goes so it's really, really fast. Churning it up. Yeah, but the planet itself moves, rotates very slowly. Mm-hmm. That's really neat. Yeah, just these clouds are just literally like churning this planet to shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And then once you get to Venus, then you can start terraforming it because then you can start <laughs> detoxifying it, cooling it down, doing all kinds of stuff. You know, if there's that much energy in the atmosphere already, like it's it's 
it, I'm sure that you can convert that energy into something useful, right? Mm -hmm. Especially like sulfuric acid. Like if that's just readily available, I don't know. I wonder how much energy it takes to pump something out into a vacuum. Can you just put like a giant like uh, <laughs> vacuum on the Earth of Venus and just leave the other end just like just out, out into in space? space. <laughs> because <laughs> it would instantaneously dissipate well what they have is uh because you could <laughs> if you just had i've seen these things they're like uh environmentally friendly air filters or something and essentially all it is is like a black colored column and so it heats up and it heats the air up inside of it and that hot air rises and then at the very top of this stack it's like a uh I think they were using them for carbon dioxide. So mm -hmm. it's like a carbon dioxide filter or something. So the theory behind that is that you can just put that down a sunny day. Air will come in through the bottom, get heated up and get pumped out the top. And it's all kind of convection currents. Cool. So you could maybe do something like that, do a really long tube. And then just <laughs> because it's what, 250 days of sunlight, you just be pumping out like all this gas, like all the time. <laughs> That's, All right, we got cool. terraforming Venus solved. Let's do it. Well, and that's environmentally friendly. You don't even have to put in money. You just have to kind of build a long tube down to the... Don't have to put in money. It's just, it's just no a really money, long just tube. A long it's just tube. like 50 kilometers of tube. It's fine. It's 50K of tube. <laughs> I don't, hey, I don't know why built, anyone else hasn't thought of this. They built the transatlantic uh, pipeline, I was going to say. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the fiber optic cable or whatever? Yeah, the fiber optic cable. That's like got to be way longer than 50 kilometers yeah it's, it's basically the same thing it's basically the same thing it's just like not a big <laughs> deal that's not a big deal. it's not like that took you know mobilizing nations to accomplish i was actually looking into um the uh the, the chemistry of venus uh, a few days ago because i've been doing a bit of research for a science fiction short story that i want to write and w one thing i realized um is that there's like no oxygen atoms in the outer planets it's like once you're past mars there's like no oxygen <laughs> weird uh, what um, happened to it all i don't know it's, it just seems to be only on the inner planets so like it like turn into something else maybe when it gets that someone's cold? stealing all the oxygen atoms <laughs> yeah. it's a conspiracy gunner it's a really good question I, I have no idea why necessarily i mean probably something to do with the formation of the solar system and oxygen just doesn't like to go very far so like just to be clear though because there's still like water on neptune there's oxygen atoms exist but it just oxygen the, in its free state like o2 how we would breathe it is not available at all it's it's scarce even like like just uh, atoms of oxygen generally it's it's scarce like th there is some like ice core um like if you go right in the middle of neptune saturn jupiter and and uranus you'll find some water but it's like like a very tiny percentage of the total composition most of those planets is hydrogen gas so it's like eight, 70 to 90 percent of hydrogen gas like that that's what those planets are so I wonder if there's something like, um, because, <clears throat> all right, bear with me, mm -hmm. folks, because I'm, I'm digging deep here. Um, because there's like microwaves in the like deep space and stuff like that, right? Like it's kind of dictated by, there was this paper or something that came out that found that once you get past a certain threshold within the, the uh, like sun's effect, like its magnetic effect, like, all of a sudden, the background radiation from the universe 
it like skyrockets, right? Oh, and that's kind of like an effect of the sun casts almost like a magnetic halo that protects right. things in like a big sphere, mm -hmm. right? And so that kind of like maybe loses its strength the f closer or the further you get away, right? And maybe there's this threshold uh, around like Mars or something like that in which it's not strong enough to fend off the radiation that specifically cooks water huh it, it must be something to do with like like why why are there no gas giants in the uh, right next to the sun like like there must be yeah. some sort of distance limit gravitational or something limitations yeah and somehow the oxygen just <laughs> goes to one side i remember hearing some uh some youtube thing maybe and he, they were uh, talking about how, like, Jupiter just missed out on becoming a sun. Like, mm. if, like, if it would have just gotten bumped a little bit more, then, like, Saturn would have contributed more to its mass and it would have been able to actually start, uh, like, fusion combustion. Right. <laughs> and then we would have had two suns. We would have been a, a two that would sun. That so cool. Right? Like, a binary system. That's what we get to deal with? No, yeah, we yeah. get one. That would be pretty amazing. Probably Tatooine. be really hot. But <laughs> it would be so hot. But like, I don't know. Maybe it would be just like a small sun. So it would be like yeah. not that bad. It's just like a big star that's always kind of there whenever Jupiter that's would be there. So I, I, I do have a question about your oxygen thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you Do you happen to know that when you say oxygen, whether or not you're referring to oxygen as the as 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 the official molecule of two oxygen atoms together i'm, I'm referring to just uh, oxygen atoms both basically yeah um because because uh you know using a credible source because i was very curious about mm. the the uh this whole entire auction thing okay. is that someone ended up science magazine ended er, uh, so the the one of the most prolific science journals um ended up talking about the oxygen and they were saying that um they were they were referring back and forth between two forms of oxygen the oxygen atom itself and the oxygen molecule which is two oxygens together mm -hmm. and they were saying that the oxygen atoms have a uh, ox uh, oxygen has a very high binding capacity to different things because it has so many free electrons um it's very electronegative very electronegative so they're saying that the that the reason that oxygen's not found in most places is because oxygen um, can't um, has such a high affinity to stardust that it can't actually separate off start the stardust, um, and so it basically the the oxygen atoms only oh. exist where there is is. Stardust and nothing, and 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 basically, you would have to supply so much energy to get that one um, right. atom of oxygen off the stardust, so that it can collide with another um, oxygen atom. So, so it's all the, stuck in the sand, <laughs> like uh, so the essentially, silicates essentially. and stuff. Interesting. It's, so, it's, when you say the, sand, though, or stardust, sorry, like, do you mean like the product of what the sun gives off? So, like, the sun is our source of oxygen, or like, I, I don't follow. Like I'm not entirely rock. sure the scientific definition of stardust. <laughs> yeah, like what's the chemical formula of stardust? 
Let's see. Being a shit. But the as 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 uh, Tail looks that up, because um, I could see it. Like if there's a solar flare and it just like spits out a bunch of like because what is our sun doing? It's fusing hydrogen, hydrogen and helium together to make other shit, right? Carbon, yeah. carbon and uh, oxygen and stuff like that. And so if we get a solar flare, is that like just not expelling like a big burp of these molecules, and that's what's supplying these inner planets with that? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I, when you say supplying inner plants with stardust or with oxygen, well, I just don't like the, the idea of stardust. What's stardust? Because I remember Neil deGrasse Tyson saying that we're all made of stardust, Tyler. Every molecule comes from the death of a star. So, what's what's a stardust? It might it might just be as simple as um, a carbon floating around carbon, but assuming everything's made of carbon. But the yeah, they don't really define what stardust is officially. They just kind of say that that's where it's bound, and so they ended up having like a, you know, like the heat gun where you, where you shoot a where you shoot the heat, uh, laser at a thing and tells you what temperature it is. Yep. Um, NASA ver- apparently invented the same thing, but like for oxygen molecules. So they shot it around everywhere and could only find oxygen in two um, different places: the or- the Orion Belt and somewhere else that I don't remember. Hmm. Um, and then they thought, and then they thought like their machine was faulty, and they pointed it at, allegedly pointed it at Earth, and they're like, "Nope, it works." Um, and then, yeah, they're saying that the primary reason that oxygen exists on Earth is primarily just because of the colonization of life that just emits oxygen. Mm-hmm. Plants, thank you, plants. Very cool. But yeah, apparently, apparently um, still is the third most abundant uh, molecule in the universe. That's good. <laughs> Despite the fact that we cannot use it because it's all bound to something. Right. Stardust. Weird. Well, I was, um, I was, uh, part of my, part of the research I was doing was trying to work out like a, 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 a chemical economy um, where since all the inner planets, like Venus especially, is basically all carbon dioxide, and Mars is basically all carbon dioxide. Um, and, you know, that's where most of the oxygen is that you can kind of access through plants and, you know, like photosynthesis and I guess some other chemical engineering techniques, I don't really know. Um, and since all the gas giants are just pure hydrogen gas, you could, you could have, um, <clears throat> you could, like, transport all the carbon dioxide um or i guess you'd probably remove the oxygen first and then take that to the outer planets and then uh extract all the hydrogen gas and uh you can uh combust hydrogen gas for energy and water and um yeah do some photosynthesis (laughs) get some get some food (laughs) and and oxygen would they move the oxygen out or the hydrogen in? I feel like yeah, they move be, the hydrogen in because, because it's lighter. You'd mine yeah. the big, big gas giants wouldn't hurt them as much, and it's way lighter gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would depend. Like, like if you're if you're trying to basically make sure that people living on like Ceres or like some moon of Saturn have food and water and energy, then you might transport the CO two. Well, uh, there's one thing to be said. Uh, Nick Cage in The Lord of War, he is a movie from the late mid-2000s. I don't know. Okay. Came out. <laughs> Has Jared Leto in it. He does cocaine and bangs hookers. 
and he was the Joker. Not really, though, but, like, actingly. Um, <laughs> anyways, he always says that the number one rule with transporting arms is you never want to fly your cargo things empty. So he would, he would bring guns into a third world country and then, like, take out, like, diamonds or something. Whatever they have that they produce, right? That's smart. And so, you, yeah, each trip you're making money, right? Yep. You can't fly, can never fly empty, Teo. You can never afford that. That's a really so, good point. So I mean, Honestly, they would probably yeah. just go both ways. They'd just be like, oh, mm. hydrogen in, uh, oxygen out. Hey, that, that's a really good that point. that shit flowing. Yeah. Lord of War, Nick Cage. <laughs> R.I.P. Now we know. Thank you, yeah. uh, Nick Cage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to hope you didn't say uh, R.I.P. Nick Cage because Nick Cage randomly died. I was not aware <laughs> of this. No, he's just hasn't been in movies for a long time. So That's bullshit. He was in a movie like last month. Was he? What was it? I don't know. Some like B-rated. Like Nick Cage is now just Adam Sandler. He just does whatever he wants. Aw. Is that he embraces his own meme. Yeah, that's yeah, that is true. I remember him in Face Off. I used to watch that movie when I was a kid. Him in um, who's that guy with a really square face? Travolta, John Travolta. <laughs> and they they like it's a good memory cue. They what's, have to what's like. Face Off again? Well, okay, I'll, I'll explain the plot. Spoiler <laughs> alert. So Nick Cage plays uh, a bad guy. Fuck, I can't remember what his name is. It might come to me randomly, and I'll just like yell it out. Um, he plays the bad guy and then, and then John Travolta is like an FBI agent. And so I think to start off with, they're trying to infiltrate Nick Cage's cause he's the head big bad boss guy and they're trying to infiltrate his crime ring to get to like dismantle it. So they get the bright idea to take John Travolta's face off and put <laughs> Nick Cage's face on his body. Okay. So it's, <laughs> It's John Travolta, but it's Nick Cage's face. <laughs> but they did something to his voice, too. Essentially, like, halfway through the movie, the characters just swip, swap, swip, swap, uh, swap positions, and, and one becomes a good guy. And then, okay. Um, okay. and then I think Nick Cage, without a face, he now, like... He wakes up from his surgery and, like, kills everyone, and they bust him out. And then, because now John Travolta, he doesn't have use for his original face, and Nick Cage is walking around faceless. So Nick Cage forces the doctor to put John Travolta's face on Nick Cage's body. And so then there's, like, a full-on, like, yeah, it's a mindfuck. Huh. What does it mean to not have a face? Like, well, is it's it just, like, is it maybe just it's like a metaphor for muscles? your identity. Yeah, it's essentially like, have you ever seen like a skinned animal? That's what it is? That's what he looks like. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have lasers that they, they very precisely cut out the outside. And it's so fucked they up. They don't like, have a I temporary? Just, I just wish that they use actors with similar bone structure because there's no fucking way <laughs> if you just plaster John Travolta's <laughs> fucking face, like staple that shit onto Nick Cage's bone structure that they would look anything like right like nick cage has a very oval face and john travolta is very square like i i'm very nitpicky with some some movie things like the other day they i was watching this stupid fucking movie and uh the daughter i can't remember what it was i'm not gonna diss the movie 
But anyways, the daughter had a butt chin and neither of the parents had a butt chin and it just pissed <laughs> me off because the only explanation is that wife was unfaithful. Only explanation. That is a dominant allele and that shit shows up every time. <laughs> so like you know the genetics and you're upset that the... Yeah. That, that's, that's really... Like who's ever in casting, they should be fired for that. <laughs> It's they a didn't consult thing, a geneticist. Like, How dare they? It took me out. It took me out of the storyline. The <laughs> whole rest of the thing, I wasn't very sympathetic to the mother because I was like, fuck it. She's cheated on this man. She deserves what comes to her. <laughs> it was like a horror movie. So she like, oh, I, yeah, no, that was a bad movie. That was awful. Very graphic. <laughs> just sing it anyways. I did. I did feel bad for them afterwards because it was just so graphic. But yeah, small, small things in movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we got on that topic. I wonder if, if uh, you know, as, I wonder if in the future, um, changing your face will be like an, just some style thing, like aesthetic thing. Like you can just it already re- replace is, your. It? Well, I mean, like basically analogous to those... cutting off your face and then putting on like an emoji or something. Like just changing your face completely, like yeah. a mask almost. Yeah, just like total furry or. Emoji well, that's kind of like or, people. People will get there. Just they'll just put a mask, mask over everything. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's just a mask, but more permanent. Seems like it would be very unsanitary to always be just exposing raw flesh to the environment and swapping out masks. You know, I think you might be right there. Flesh masks. How would you keep them? How do they store? <laughs> Unless, uh, maybe there's some type of a procedure where they 3d print that shit on you every single time. <laughs> oh, I want a new face. And it like, kind of like at the same time, it like metal lasers <laughs> off the chunk of skin and like puts on a new one. I don't know how it would work. That would be so fucking creepy, man. <laughs> like if you just, if you just like it, like I want that to be a sci-fi fucking black mirror horror movie. Now you just like at birth, they just like remove the front part of your face and just replace it with like this nondescript like That's aluminum like, like base. Like, like do you know those just... you know those like mean people who are like nondescript and they're like it Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it yeah. says it says like something misspelled that would normally be not I don't know. Yeah. And then yeah, I think you're That's, right. That's like, they... it just place places that. Babies. And and then and then so you have this like nondescript face and then yeah I think you're right you just uh you just uh we just may invent a 3D printer that just prints like that flesh silicone right onto your face yep and then when you want to swap it out it has to remove the previous layer of face and then <laughs> <laughs> and then apply simultaneously new face layer that's the only way it would be. If if you think Viable. about it, this this technology is probably like trying to be developed because you have all those people who like hey you know for whatever have like an accident or whatever or a or or try to like kill themselves and then that 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 doesn't end up working and they you know they don't want to anymore and they just like have like half their face blown off yeah so like this would be I feel like medicine would try to make this technology for like facial replacement and then someone will obviously just corrupt it and hmm. make it a cosmetic thing yeah it's inevitable this would theoretically really benefit burn victims and hmm. victims of chimpanzee attacks so like i don't <laughs> see why we shouldn't pursue it if there's one thing i've learned from if there's one thing i've learned um from my life over the last four years it's that if you can shoehorn anything into a logical medical procedure anyone will give you money for it well they um fuck there was this doctor he was some russian doctor and he 
would decapitate dogs and then post that dog's head onto another dog. And apparently, this guy's research furthered, uh, like, amputation studies and what is it when they, uh, like, put a new head on a person nowadays. He, like, he started that whole thing. And it's the most barbaric shit. Yeah, transplanting. He, like, he contributed more to transplanting than, like, any other guy. And it all started off with him just psychotically decapitating dogs and stapling that dog head onto another dog body so it would have a double-headed dog. Visionary. Visionary. I don't know know, know if you guys remember, but there was, uh, oh, God, it was probably uh, four... No, probably five or six years ago, um, there was this huge thing, and it was kind of like a meme, but like I still want to know if it was serious or not. Um, uh, it was to do. It was to do. Uh, for context, it was a story around a guy who would transplant people's heads, and um, just like without their consent. <laughs> n- no, no. You wake like, up like, one day and you have a new body. It was so weird. It was something where. Um, a video game company released a like a cryptic um, game. Like some, sometimes they have like like people who do programming will like embed something in the code, and you have to go like use like hexadecimal hacking or whatever, <laughs> and you and eventually it'll lead you to like a buried um, lockbox in the ground, and you'll get like a fun little prize. Um, and so this one video game company did this, and then it le- and then it led to the website of a guy in like like Russia or some like some 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 uh, it's either Russia or some Eastern uh, uh, European country who was who had a lab website for uh, uh, head transplantation, and he was trying to vet. Um, a getting a human donor to do the first head transplantation ever, and then and then that like, was the their communications plan. And then the <laughs> well, no, and then the company came out and said, "We'll make it uh, an Easter egg, and they'll be sure to sign up." <laughs> the company was they like, "They don't get that hundred percent completion." <laughs> <laughs> the video game company, I think, was then saying. Uh, this was kind of blown out of proportion. Oh no! Oh my god! No. Okay. So it's it was like, like it, was, it was fucking even weirder. It was. It led to a video of this of 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 their next video game. Like it was a trailer for their next video game, and like a doctor walked onto the screen and was like doing a head transplantation, and then someone took this too far and was like, "Oh, they modeled this doctor after this other doctor oh. that's crazy in Russia." And then, and then this other doctor ended up getting news headlines of trying this first human brain transplantation thing. And then they were doing something weird where they were like going to uh, co-release the, the game with like the first head transplantation. <laughs> and then like at the very last minute, like it was just like obviously like the guy's like, okay, I couldn't find a donor for my head transplantation. <laughs> But like, what is this I really like want, surgeon I simulator? What kind a, of video game like <laughs> Easter eggs? I, this I think it was for Metal Gear Solid Five. What? Um, and and uh, at the end of the day, I just like because it was canceled and it was like never brought up again. I'm just like, was this a meme? Dude, or they was did this that serious? Though. Like they they did it so like they did it so well that they're just like, yeah, you know, head transplantation is a thing. No, but they they I'm pretty sure they they did that in China. Did they not? Like, I don't think they did humans. I'm pretty sure they did a human. You know, they probably familiar. did in some basement. Like, I'm that's pretty sure I heard this. Like they, they did. Thanks a to human the visionary thing. work of the Russian doctor. 
Yeah, uh, really. He's <laughs> just making Cerebrus. Um, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure they did that. I, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just falling victim to, like, disinformation and, and just memes. Wouldn't be the first time. But, fuck, I'm pretty sure I heard about this. Hey, China's cloning people or, like, crispering people. So, like, that's essentially cloning. Um, so I wouldn't imagine that head transplants that, that fucking insane. Hey, but, uh, did, you, did, did, did anything ever happen on that Area 51 thing? <laughs> when people were going to charge it? Did, did anyone question. actually charge it? I, I think uh, I remember seeing some video of, like, a kid doing the Naruto run past one of the it was like a big meme did, did, did he actually or was it like green screened well I, fuck i don't even know now that you because like because because like, like how did that not make headlines of someone attempting to do that i don't think anyone really tried i like it was like maybe like 10 people i'm so disappointed in the world you know they're doing head transplants in there with aliens to make human human brained <laughs> alien bodies because the alien bodies are genetically modified to withstand i don't know all kinds of shit and they have technical technic what is that telekinetic powers yeah just in the alien bodies dude that'd be cool i i think we need alex jones here to, to go into this topic it, oh alex jones i have him on the line you uh, alex jones uh, what do you think about this i need your i need your help to help us succeed in the first Ever in the history of this great nation, head transplant. It's like going to the moon, but better. Because it but better? will help you live better. With my supplements, it'll help you get <laughs> right through this head transplant, patriots. Yes. For the low, low price of forty nine ninety five, <laughs> you can get my whey protein guaranteed formulated to help you make through this head transplant so long as you sign up for it he's always he's always advertising whey protein and shit on there is he yeah that's silly uh, alex jones <laughs> thanks alex jones they're killing babies at the border uh but update that's on funny. the head transplant sitch as of 2020 no successful uh cases have occurred so we need to get the people in get the heads off and get them on other people. <laughs> nice. All right. Thanks, Alex Jones. Uh, and that, with Alex Jones uh, giving us some wise uh, words of wisdom and uh, enthusiasm, oh that has been this episode of the Infinite Monkeys podcast. And uh, don't trust the mainstream media. <laughs> and uh, if you don't trust the mainstream media, you can, uh, you know, keep subscribing to our podcast. Yeah, we're not mainstream uh, media. On spotify and <laughs> itunes and uh google play and basically just anywhere you can pretty much listen to podcasts uh remember that on those platforms you can also leave us a review and most importantly uh nothing in this podcast has ever been fact-checked and remember that the likenesses that you may or may not hear and see on this podcast are only uh for story purposes and they are not they are all fictional characters and not based off anyone in particular it's beautiful i like the disclaimers and with that <laughs> until next time we are out bye everybody yeah